There we go. Our alerts are all off and we are excited. It is Thursday with two sisters. That means trending Thursday. But everyone, good evening. My name is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss with a little sun in my eyeballs. I gotta move back a little bit with two sisters. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this kind of chilly Thursday evening trending Thursday, of course. Um, so many things trending. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Well, what, what did you say? I mean, I know I, I knew uh, New Hampshire was 48. Liz Lyman, shout out to her, sent me the temperature and I went burr. Uh, our high today, I believe it was 97 or 98. Uh, we are at 57 right now. But uh, yesterday and the day before, we had, you know, weather in the 70s. Uh, yes. It really was. It was beautiful. It was so nice to be outside, taking the dogs for a walk, checking out the uh, garden on the other side, what's happening with that. And just to be outside today was like bone chilling. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, oh boy. And I just, uh, you know, of course, switched from the winter uh, bedding to the summertime bedding. So um yeah it's been a little chilly but trending you know <sighs> there's a lot of stuff trending we um, could really go down a rabbit hole that's we we could and you know nighttime is a great time to go down uh the rabbit hole i think you know as i say um i did watch the uh 2000 mules and i'll send you where you can uh, watch it and, you know, I, I saw the first hour of it when I was uh, at your house last week, and then I didn't finish the rest of it. And then I actually started from the beginning today. It was this afternoon. It looked like it was going to get like a thunderstorm, which we did get some much needed rain for about 15 minutes. But, you know, so I decided, you know what, it's kind of, you know, I was going to sit out at the pool and then the clouds started rolling. And I said, you know what, you know, I kind of cl cleared my desk, although looking at it right now, you wouldn't know that. But uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to just sit and watch this movie and you know interesting enough i've heard a lot of people chitter chatter a lot of people don't know about the movie i i actually talked to uh two of my friends today that never even heard of the movie so i passed on the information to them as well and what i will say to anybody because they talk about parties as a whole parties in general every american should watch it because it really does you give you insight of not just 2020 gives you insight as a whole with elections what has gone on in the past and what i will say is do your own diligence but the other key piece to that is i had someone saying oh that stuff is so fake and i said well gee you know you you watch movies all the time don't you because i know a lot of people friends of mine are movie buffs and they'll say yeah i'll say do you like documentaries oh yeah i love documentaries so then why wouldn't you want, you know, even if you're not sure or you already have a preconceived notion about what you're going to see, I will tell you, it will blow your socks off. It will blow your pants off. It will blow. I mean, it's what do they say? It was four, four million seconds or four million minutes. I can't even remember. Uh, I'd have to look it up because I actually did quote it or I, I wrote a note to myself of. Um, 
you know, footage. And what they did is they used technology that law enforcement uses, and they actually proved that technology with solving a murder of a young uh, little girl who, you know, one of those neighborhoods where there, you know, there's a lot of gunfire going on and a poor innocent little girl got murdered. And this particular program, where it pings and pings off of the cell phone towers and whatnot, and there's technology that a lot of, uh, uh, like I said, law enforcement use is that's the program that they use, or that's kind of the same type of program that they use. And they actually even presented their program to this particular city of where this murder took place. And that's actually how they were able to arrest the two gentlemen, as you want to call them gentlemen, uh, two thugs that murdered this poor little girl, but it's the same technology. And when you, you know, watch it, and I'm actually going to watch it again, because, you know, it's one of those movies where, and I know we can all relate to this, you watch a movie and then you watch it again and you're like, oh my God, why did I pick up, pick that up the first time? Or why did I pick that up the second time? And even some movies that I watched three, four or five or six times, not in a row, but maybe, you know, some time has been in between. And I'll say, I don't remember seeing that. So your mind, you know, absorbs, but you get so engrossed in the technology of what they're doing and the actual schematics of how they, so in other words, they didn't, when they were gathering the information of the ballot harvesting and the, uh, you know, the boxes per se, they had really strict criteria that, that they will tell you in, in the uh, documentary. Like, so in other words, they didn't say, oh, you know, we were only pinging people that put in like two, because let's face it, you know, for, for mail-in ballots, you could have had somebody that had, you know, three members in their family and they put them on the box. So they understood that. So they had a, a certain criteria and the criteria, and I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail because I know a lot, of, a lot of people have not seen it. And I encourage you, everyone, regardless of what your political affiliation is, because it's both sides. I mean, you know, over the years, you know, you, you can't call one party out without calling the other party out. Let's put it that way. However, uh, when you see this technology and the, like I said, the criteria, they had a very stringent criteria for them to go after the numbers that they did. And it would be um, a minimum, so I'm going to give out some random numbers, a minimum of a person going to five different boxes. Then it was because they made the connection of where they actually picked up because they didn't just randomly get these ballots, right? They had to go somewhere. And a lot of the stuff was embedded in nonprofits. So they, they would see their pings of their movement, almost like say, I'm going to say GPS because it's kind of like that. And they would track them through all the, the signals that they had. And it was phenomenal how they actually could come up with a kind of a method to their madness. So we're not looking at somebody that's, you know, maybe gone to the you know box once or twice. We're, we're pinging off of people that have gone several times in a short amount of time, which was really over a two week span, and also coordinated the time they went to the time that they actually went to the nonprofit to pick up the ballots to the crazy times, like they had one person, and I wanna say actually Philadelphia was the worst with the mules. They had over a thousand mules that participated in this. So when people hear about a human mule, uh, these are people that are, they're not like your mom and pop, you know, person walking the dog doing this. These were, they also correlated the pings and the IP addresses, if you will, to a lot of people that were involved with 
all the ruckus that was going on in the summertime, if you remember that, you know, all the uh, anarchy riots and all of that. So these were people that were not, you know, not really nice people, but it all had to do with money. They had, the ultimate goal was money. Not only that, part of the scheme of it all was the person that was the mule also had to take a pic, like who takes a selfie? <laughs> I mean, I take lots of selfies. Who takes a selfie at a voter box? But what they, they had to do in order to get paid, they actually had to take a picture of the box. And when you see, and you're seeing actual footage and not just a few clips, not just a few clips. So it's mind boggling. So that's what's trending. The other crazy thing that's been trending today that I've been hearing a lot about is there is, and I don't know exactly where this is taking place, whether it's in, uh, you know, local Congress for, for some state. I don't, I don't know all the back end of the story. I've just been getting bits and pieces. Where these specialists are on the stand and they are specifically talking about the biology of a, of a man versus a woman and blah, blah, blah. And one of them's, one of the questions asked, and I've got to find the backstory to it. One of the questions was asked, do you think if a man can get pregnant, can he get an abortion? And this person who's got high credentials, absolutely. So think about that for a second. This person is being asked because they're an expert in biology or whatever it may be that they're the expert in, that if a male, you believe a male can get pregnant, so could a male have an abortion? And the answer is yes. I was like, and that's an expert. And that just goes to show you. Mm, I got to watch my tongue. <laughs> that yeah. just goes to show you the stupidity. And I'm being nice and I am containing myself, but the sheer stupidity. Yeah, I, you know, it, 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 it just, uh, it amazes me to no end that they're really trying to sell this this you know and i actually did a joke today i said something about uh there wasn't <laughs> there weren't any formula baby formula shortages it only started when men males became pregnant <laughs> so i i had someone say are you serious i said no of course i'm not serious i'm making a joke you know we're in a crazy we're in a crazy time right now we're in circus land if anyone hasn't noticed, we are in circus land. And when you're in circus land, when it's not just, you know, juggling of the balls and, you know, the clown and the elephant, when you're dealing with like cray cray circus land, you need a sense of humor to kind of break that stress, break that like craziness. Don't you think? Yes. I There's so much more I want to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, Oh, then the other big thing, uh, obviously, okay, yeah, so I just want, it's 40, 40 million minutes or something like that. Um, and they do, and what they do is once they get their numbers in this movie on the 2000 Mules, they actually uh, correlate their numbers with how things turned out. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind who should be at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, the other huge thing that's been trending today, of course, is Twitter. 
And, you know, a lot of people have their, their theories on why he's doing what he's doing. Uh, I guess he's recently come out and said that he's voting Republican. Um, so that's driving people a little crazy, cray, 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 cray. So any hoot, uh, the Twitter wars continue because of course he wants Twitter to prove that they have less than 5% of accounts are not bots because bots are not real people. Um, yeah, good luck with that. That's never gonna happen because we know that's way more than 5%. So what he is basically, Elon Musk is basically saying, if they won't do that, um, there's actually for him to back out. Apparently there's like a $1 billion like severance fee of course, you know, it's Elon Musk, he can afford it. Change. Even with all the billions he's lost in the stocks and all that, he can afford it. Um, so anyways, he would have a one billion severance fee. And that, his analogy, which is a very smart man, if the Twitter tanks, like, you know, all of his stocks and just everything tanks, he probably will come back and make a deal significantly less than the original 44 billion. Um, and then if, if Twitter can prove then Elon buys the platform, opens up for free speech and amongst conservatives, everyone else. Uh, it's just he's positioned himself pretty, 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 pretty good in this situation. And I think what's driving uh, the progressive left, because to me, there's no more, there's no more moderates. I, I don't even know if you can even say that there's any more moderates. Uh, it's really a progressive liberal or progr progressive left. They're like just whatever. But I think um, because the way Elon Musk is doing this, it's really, you know, when you think about it, it's a big slap in the face to, to all big tech. And in addition to that, with this other movie, this, this 2000 Mule movie, you will see the big money that's, you know, we always say follow the money, follow the money. Uh, the 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 big amount, like huge amounts of money. That what did you what do you think the big amounts of money went to from tech regarding the the 2020 election? And 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 another key piece before we get to that answer before Jane answers that. People say, oh, you know, you just got to get over it. Like 2020. No, you don't have to get over it. When something this bad happened to our country, you don't get over it. You you wait. There's too many people that know there's more truth to the story and we haven't heard it all. And you don't stop just because, you know, one, one side says, oh, you know, sore loser. It has nothing to do with being a sore loser. It's about democracy. It's about making sure this bullshit doesn't happen again. And when they get over the fact that a man can have a baby, therefore he can, um, he must be able to have an abortion. Then let's have that chat. Yeah. 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 So it, it's flipping ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, but you, you would be surprised within that movie, the big tech, who, so I'll go back to that question. Who, where do you think that that big tech money went to regarding the election? I mean, there's the obvious things, but. Um, where did it go to? It probably went to uh, harvest more ballots. I don't know. That, that's part of it, but the boxes. Oh yeah, that's right. The boxes. I heard about that yesterday. Yeah. The boxes. Yeah. Why, why would, you know, uh, let's say, um, I got to think of another name. I'm, I'm looking at a yeah, sunset, pretty sunset right now. Uh, let's see, what can I call him? I don't want to call him uh, Zinkerbell. Why do you think Zinkerbell? Schnitzelbaum. 
you know, invested so much money in ballot boxes. Why, you know, why, why? And the other one was uh, the pearly gate guy. Pearly oh, gate. that has his hand, that guy that has his hand in the baby formula thing too. Yeah. yeah and the same guy that's buying up all the farms. That yeah, guy. that's that guy. That's that guy. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, just get over it. It's over. It's old news. No, something this big never gets old. And until we really know, I mean, I always knew, but when you see this movie, it solidifies your gut. And that much I will say. And for those that don't believe it, I highly suggest. And, and, and my, my question to those, what are you so afraid of by watching it? What are you so afraid of? You know, you, you want to dismiss it. It's a documentary. Heck, you watch, you know, any kind of movie. So think of it that you're just watching another movie. But if you really are putting that much of a stink not to watch it and to really profess how fake it is, you got to wonder. Because even if you think something's not real, I always say the curiosity gets the cat. And you just, you just you know, you want to you watch it. And for those that are putting up such a, you know, brave front, they're not going to watch it. My question would be, what are you so afraid of by watching it? Are you afraid that you're going to learn something? Are you afraid that maybe there might be some truth in something? Are you afraid that everything that you believed that you hold so damn tight to that there's no way, it, you know, it couldn't have been, that that may diminish a little bit? What are you so afraid with? So that would be my question on Trending Thursday. What are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. Well, we know that they are afraid of the upcoming midterm elections that is for sure that's been all over the news and even on the crappy news networks so um yeah i think they're i think they're i think they're getting a little getting a little nervous of course they're mean, a especially nervous. with some of the local local elections that are going on uh, you've got you know some gop uh, elections going on you've got what is it oz and i can't think of the other gentleman's name uh, yeah it, i think in that dr oz is ahead now by I mean, it's a fraction of about a thousand votes. Ooh, so it's, it's, so it, it's tight. So that that will definitely go into a recall process, as I understand their um, from what they were explaining about their election laws. That within a certain percentage, it has to go to a, a recount. So um, yeah, there is a lot of uh, shite going on. Some of it good, a lot of it bad, and again I go back to the old rule or my old comment that I probably said numerous times the reason why one of the reasons why we can't have a logical or a very um, you know really good conversation with the far left is nobody can agree on the truth there's the truth oh speaking of that you know, what else is trending? Because you said the word truth. So, we, you know, I was talking to somebody and we're saying like, you know, what, you know, what our generation or what, you know, what are those, one of those big moments? And again, I, I did some, some, some humor things that some people might not have been too happy, but oh hell. <laughs> so one of them was, one of the big things that I, you know, remember uh, in our time frame would be, um, Oh, what the heck was her name? That singer, um, Delta Dawn. You know, uh, hear me roar. I am woman. Hear me roar. 
So I'm like, well, okay, I am woman, hear me roar. You know, that was really from our time. Don't you, don't you agree? I would think so. Yeah. And today, you know, our generation, so today's generation, I don't know what I am, hear me whine. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I mean, I've just been finding stuff all over the place and I'm just dying. But going back to the truth, when you were saying there, you know, you everyone got their version, but the truth is the truth. How about those that are all about my truth? My truth. And I thought to myself, and I really had to really think about that because that was that term, my truth. It's been really going on for the last few years. And I thought, my story, my journey, my belief is one thing. My truth, the truth is the truth. You know, you know, you, you can own the truth, but it's not your truth because your truth may not really be a truth. And you know if you think the truth is the truth, then you probably still believe in the tooth fairy. And, you, and that's why there can be no logical, really good conversations because the truth is the truth. Hey, the, the right or conservatives are going to call their shit out, even though it may be one of their own. That's what people who know what the truth is, that's what they do. But you have so far over here, you have the truth, and then you have over here. Right. So and when you, when you don't agree with over here, it's you're a racist, you're a white supremacist, you're this. Like, let's, you know, let's stop the name calling. Like, you know, give me something more than that. Like, what are you basing your opinion on? And, and that's what you have it is your opinion. My opinion, I can agree with. My truth, I cannot. Because the truth is the truth. It's, it's not, no one owns the truth. The truth is just what it is. So the all these people, you know, I, I'm recognizing my truth. Well, your truth may not even be a truth. It, it might be an opinion. It might be your thought. Uh, it might be your belief. But if it's not true, doesn't make it my truth. Well, I think the thing with that is too, is look at the two words, subjective and objective. Right. Unfortunately, those are um, used in the wrong context. So um, if I say my wrist is hurting, that's subjective. But let's say a doctor who, who looks at it and is basing his opinion on what I've said because my wrist is hurting, it's his objective. But people are- They're not connecting the dots correctly. Oh, you know that another thing? How do, how do you spell woman? Did you hear the new way? <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't hear this. How, what? W-O-M. W-O-M-X-N. There's no, you know, because you have man, you don't want the man now. So it's, I, I, I don't even know how you even pronounce it. Women next. But yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, Michelle Obama tweeted it. Uh, quite a few people have been using. I think someone on the, 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 crazy, the crazy ladies, um, the view, uh, been using it. Um, there's been quite a few other ones. And then to top off this week of, you know, all the different stuff that's trending, you've got the new press secretary. 
I, you know, I don't know what to say about her. She, we she went from, we went from worse to a downgrade of worse that I don't even have a word to describe it. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, it's so funny because when, you know, we were used to, you know, very articulate, uh, very well spoken, you know, that could articulate that you know you could ask a question they would actually answer the question of answer give you an answer of the actual question uh we had little red riding hood who just fumbled through her notebook but to her credit i will give you towards you know the last few months she got a little bit better at flipping her notebook and still making eye contact that did not come naturally to her this ding dong is you know for our viewers that can't see me i'm looking at i'm looking down and i'm targeting um you know she is not very well and you know the the one thing i did not like how they introduced her but i guess this is part of you know what they do is i would like to see somebody you know based on their credentials that they earn that position and they introduce her as a black lesbian lgbqp iong lmnop whatever plus 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 you know, it didn't, you know, described her, her person or, you know, who she identifies with, whatever, but not her credentials. And I thought that was kind of, lame. I thought that was very odd as well. Now we are, are not saying, okay, so people, oh, no. I have, been, like, I don't care what this person, my friends are gay. My, my, you know, my best friends are gay. I, yeah, we, I mean, that we were very blessed, you know, and we've talked about this. We were very blessed with our, our, our parents because we, uh, our parents always had gay friends since I was a little girl. Uh, you know, we always had nuns over, priests over, black, white, Spanish, Mexican. We, you know, we were uh, very, uh, our, our, we were blessed that our parents, ex, you know, we, we didn't think anything different. So, you know, when I talk about the gay community, I have, uh, my best friends are gay and they agree with everything that I'm talking about because uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of people in the gay community that, that are not thrilled with how the, this is being thrusted in. And a lot of people in the gay community don't even understand the whole, we're not even gonna get to that topic, but transgender, they don't even, they don't grasp it, they don't understand it. Um, and it's a question of, you know, if you're an adult and you're gonna, you know, let your freak fly, go for it. But when it impacts children and you're trying to push it on children, you know, four-year-olds, they just don't know their sexuality and know they shouldn't know how many holes are in their vagina. I mean, this is just some of the stuff that's going on. Um, and there is a craze. Uh, and it's the, uh, you know, I highly recommend, because sometimes we'll talk about books and what's trending. And this book, I'm, I'm glad to see that it is trending again. And um, it is called Irreversible Damage. And, you know, what it is saying, I'm going to read just one little excerpt because this stuff has all been, all been trending. Uh, I mean, there's been so much today that's been trending that it was really, really um, hard, hard to keep up. But the name of the book is Irreversible Damage um, and is by Ab Abigail Schreier. And it's the transgender craze uh, uh, seducing our daughters. And there were... Um, John uh, Potteretz, uh, who is the editor of the commentary, a deeply compassionate and utterly sober, sobering account 
of an unprecedented and reckless social experiment whose test subjects are the bodies and psyches of the most emotionally vulnerable among us. Um, that was one um, uh, particular you know, review. This one comes from the post-millennial. Uh, Schreier's book is an enorm enormously positive contribution to this fierce battle for children's right to bodily and mental health protection from hurtful influencers. So what this uh, book does, and, and, it, and it goes to, like even in the foreword, um, it you know, basically says that um, you know, they changed the names because these are all like real families that have been dealing with this now. They had to basically save their daughters from this, this craze. And a lot of people think, oh, it's not a craze. You know, they're identifying with, oh no, it, it is, is no doubt it is a craze. I mean, every generation has them. But this is extremely harmful because what, what they call about the irreversible damage is they're now seeing some teenagers later, you know, regretting um, that they took these hormones to suppress, um, you know, their growth of their different body parts and whatnot. Um, some have gone to some real, real extreme measures where they are, cannot have children anymore or will never be able to have children. And then you have the influencers. Um, I, you know, was, I, I loved shop, shopping at Target. Absolutely loved it. I will not shop there anymore. Um, there is a whole section of garments for transgenders to suppress, you know, to, in other words, like to flatten out their breasts or to flatten out their, you know, penis. Um, and, and it's to, it's to, they're like garments to like, you know, flatten them out so they can get away with not, you know, until they decide to actually, if they ever make that decision to um, do away with those body parts, which to me is uh, just a, a, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's just you're, you're, you're dismembering your body that God gave you. And uh, again, it is not to say that, you know, when you reach that age of maturity, and there's many, many studies out there that women do not fully mature uh, till they're 32. And men, it's, you know, late in their 40s. Some of us can argue that it goes on even further. But the, the bottom line is for, from, from understanding your own body, you don't really start to understand your body until you're in 20s. You don't. So, you know, four years old, yeah, you're not, you're not really knowing what you sexually want at four years old nor at seven, nor at 10, nor at 13. Uh, it, you know, again, I would say it's in your 20s where you've experienced, like a lot of these girls haven't even hit puberty yet. And they haven't had their period yet. So how, how would they mentally know that they want to be a boy? And, you know, we could go round and round and I could get, you know, experts that would say, you know, they, they disagree with me. This is my opinion, 100% wholeheartedly. Uh, but I, uh, you know, we are in, Looney Tune times. I think we need that guy from that NBC show, and I think they still do it uh, to catch a predator. That's what all this BS kind of grooming, and, and a lot of people don't understand that gr grooming uh, is is not just with with sexual grooming. Could be from a political uh, mindset. There's a whole different way that you're grooming children to be uh, like mini activists. Uh, as well as, you know, this whole transgender movement, 
and it's very dangerous. And again, I, I am not going to necessarily call out an adult because at that point they are, you know, mentally made that decision for themselves. I have no problem with that, but I do have a problem when you're, you're trying to infiltrate a child's mind and, you know, you know, to give an example, you know, oh, you know, little girls are playing and once, oh, I love your dress. It's so pretty. Oh, I like yours. In summer interviews, oh, they got gay tendencies. Just let kids be kids. They're only a child once. Let them enjoy their childhood with um, giggles, mud, um, friendships, laughter, silliness, goofiness, all these other things that are, that are for them that is meant to be will be it will come about when the time comes. But to interject and really kind of exclude the parent from a lot of these conversations, which is which is happening in a lot of schools, that nonsense has got to stop. And the only way that that stops, the only way that we educate ourselves on what's going on in the world and elections and all that, is to get involved to be in the know, to and don't take my word for it, do your own research. Um, I bought the book and I was, uh, this particular book and I was, it's jaw dropping. You know, I saw that movie today because I wanted to see for myself. You know, I don't want somebody to say, you know, my gut told me something wasn't right, but I wanted to see evidence. I wanted to see evidence. And, you know, what they do with that evidence, you know, this, you know, time and day and year, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure. But for those of us that thought something was wrong, there's actually now beyond a reasonable doubt that something was very wrong. And if if what it does is create a more openness and knowledge, um, because some of the clips that they show in that particular movie, people are just standing there watching them do it. And they, they were brazen. They did it in broad daylight. And you, and you just see them coming out, you know, ballot after ballot after ballot after ballot. And then the ones uh, that were really, um, you know, had made several hits. The, who stuffs ballots at 3 a.m., 2 a.m., 1 a.m.? And this is the time frame. I mean, they have all the pings. They've got all the technology to prove what they're saying. So if, if anything, it should open people's minds to say, you know what, that's, that's not democracy. You know, we were, we were hijacked. We were, it was, you know, when you talk about a mule, a mule is going to a place to get something illegal, which they're legal ballots, but it wasn't just that piece to it. It talks about the elderly, how the elderly were abused in this. Um, those that are, are, are in, you know, their brains, they're not, they're, they can't even, you know, function. They're in a home. They, they, they talked about one particular family and their mother, I'm not sure how old she is. She's been in a nursing home for over 10 years, apparently. And they found out she's been voting for the last 10 years. And she doesn't really wake up, like she wakes up for a few minutes out of the day. I mean, she's just not there. How can that be? So if anything, it should awaken people to say, even if at the end of the day you say, mm, I still think he won. But if at least sheds some light to say, wait a minute, this stuff really is happening. And no matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican, independent, a libertarian, it doesn't matter. We've got to keep our democracy intact. We've got to keep our country intact and we've got to make sure that we've got fair elections.
And this is going to really open up people's minds. So I highly, highly recommend everyone to watch that. And I also uh, highly recommend everyone read the book, Irreversible Damage, uh, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters by Abigail Schreier. And that's S-H-R-I-E-R, -E Schreier. And you can get it, uh, I believe. Well, you used to be able to get it on, on Amazon. I don't know that you can anymore, but um, it's, you know, it's out there. You know, libraries and books and things like, you know, bookstores. Mm. And on that note, Trending Thursday, you know, we have an amazing guest this upcoming um, Saturday, and we are very excited to have him back on, Dr. Cave. The yeah, I, what time are we doing that? Uh, we are doing that, I believe, 1 p.m. our time. That's what I thought. That's what I, thought. Yeah. I wanted to double check that because yeah. I know the, uh, the two of us were getting screwed up with time zones and stuff like that. So. Oh. Oh, I've decided because, of course, I'm, you know, I have my surgeon, well, a meeting with a, a sports orthopedics surgeon on Wednesday for my whole left side. So I've got issues with my, my poor left shoulder, my left side of my hip, and my left knee. Uh, I did play pickleball yesterday. It was a struggle, but I played. Um, I'm hoping that I don't need surgery, but I, I really honestly don't know. So I'm going to make sure that I take some of Dr. Kave's helpful hints and say, I want to interview. If I have to go down there, I want to interview my anesthesiologist. There you go. And on that note, trending Thursday with two sisters. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva. Have yourself a wonderful evening. And I'm with two. This does. And this is Carol. So AKA, what is today? Today is the 19th. Uh, 20th, I believe. No. No, I'm sorry. 19th. 19th. the 19th. That means she has five more. She's on, people, she's on her last five days. It's, we're getting there. We're getting there. She's going to be turning the big 6-0. Uh, John and I have a big day coming up on Sunday as That's well. Right. Months, uh, this, uh, this whole year, there's a lot of big milestones going on. But anyways, this is Carol So, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Live with two sisters, and we are super excited with Trending Thursday. There was a lot to talk about because, you know, so much going on, a heartbeat, uh, but we will be on this Saturday, so we're excited about that at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you really want insight into um, some of the positive things that Dr. Cave is working on with you know, how to treat patients and how to get them in that right mindset before they go under the big knife, uh, which actually impacts how they recover. You've got to stay tuned uh, this Saturday at one o'clock. We're super excited to have him on again. You know what we always say with trend setting, trend setting Thursday, you be the trend center. Although there was tons of stuff that was trending today. Uh, we always want at the end of the day, you be the trend center. Somehow, some way you can do it. Uh, even if it's your own little, you know, space, you be the trend center on something good and share that with us. But we will see you tomorrow, 8 a.m. for a fantabulous Friday. Everyone have a great night. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.